Welcome to Donna's Crafty Podcast, where I talk about crafty things. Hi, welcome back to Donna's Crafty Podcast. This is episode two. Today, I have a couple of different topics to talk about. Uh, one of the main topics is washi tape and storage, and the other is going to be art journals. So let's start with my trip to Michael's. Yes, I went to Michael's on Friday. Uh, we had Good Friday off of work, and I had been meaning to go for the last several weeks uh, because I needed a new washi tape holder. I had one of those craft stack washi tape holders that holds 160 washi tapes. And no, I, I do have excessive amounts of things, but I do not have 160 washi tapes. But since I own a store, I do have a lot of paper artsy infusions. And it turns out that the paper artsy infusions fit perfectly into that craft stack washi tape holder. So I was headed to Michael's to get another one because I had filled the one that I have up with infusions, and now I've just gotten in a huge shipment of the Alexandra Ranke washi tapes. And if you haven't seen them, they are so cool. They are very artistic and super cool. I'm not the biggest washi tape person, but I saw these and I had to buy them. And they've been selling like crazy. I mean, the animals they have, the jellyfish, the flamingos, the bunnies sold out. Probably because it was the week before Easter, but I mean, they were so cute. I've got to do another order today. Almost everything is sold out right now because of the big sale I had last week for our first birthday at Top Flight Stamps. We had a big birthday sale. But anyway, I went to Michael's. I went to the craft stack section. And when I got there, I noticed that it looked like one of the boxes was smaller than the other. So on investigation, I saw that they also have a smaller size, which is basically half the size. It's still three levels but it was half the size, and it was only holds 80 washi tapes. And the price on the larger one was $39.99. And you know what, Michaels, you get a coupon. I think it was 30% off last Friday. They didn't have a 40% off, I don't think. But when I looked closely at the shelf, I saw that the smaller one, I guess, was on some kind of permanent markdown, even though it wasn't yellow or red, and it didn't really say it. It just up in the corner where the little sticker is said $24.99. And then in big uh, letters, it said $7.99. So I took it with me. I went to the other side of the store where you can uh, swipe it to see what the price is. And yes, it was $7.99. So I'm doing the math in my head. And I was like, these are actually better because I can stack them in different places. I knew where I keep my washi tape and my infusions in the closet for my store. I couldn't put two of the large ones side by side. But I was pretty sure I could fit three of the smaller ones. Plus, they go on top of each other, and they're not that wide. So you could also stack them up if you know if you have a place that where they go up. So I just went back and bought what they had. They had six of them left, so I bought all six of them for eight dollars, basically seven ninety nine. I didn't get any of the large ones. And when I got home, it worked out great, except the where you put the washi tape in the little areas. It's flat on the large one, but they sort of round it in the small ones. And it's fine for the washi tape. It's fine if you're storing bottles. But the infusions will still fit in there, but they do not fit as well as the large one where they lay flat. So I, I finagled it around, and I ended up just putting all my infusions in the large one that I had and in one of the little half ones 
Uh, so it was just a few of them that fit, that fit kind of awkwardly, and the others fit great. And then I put all my washi tape that's for sale in, like, three of the small ones. And then I had two of the small ones left to put back upstairs in my craft room, where the big one had been long ago before I took it out to put my infusions in. So the point of this story is if you have any infusions or anything in a bottle that size, if you know what I'm talking about, and some washi tape, you could buy that and put all of that stuff in there. And you may want to see what else you can put in there. I don't know, but they're very handy. You can pull the shelves out, and they they come all the way out and then go down without the stuff falling out. I've seen, like, uh, spice holders that do that. So I don't know. It's a great product. I would definitely check that out. And I'll put a link, if I can find it, to the Michaels website where the craft stack uh, washi tape holders are. You can probably find all kind of things to put in them. But the $7.99 I thought was a deal. And then that sort of brings me to one of the videos I watched this week because I'm going to try to update you on the crafty videos that I like. And May Flom, if you're not familiar with May, she's a great uh, crafty person. She makes lots of videos. She works with a brother and does a lot with Scan and Cut. And I really enjoy her videos. They're, she just has her own little style, and I just really like her as a person. The one she, I looked at this week is only about, I think it was maybe like three minutes, but she does something that I used to do a long time ago. And since I'm into washi tape, I've been looking at a lot of washi tape lately, I'm going to do some more. She just covered uh, the cover of a book with washi tape. I think she had like a little notebook. And... Really, any kind of a book will do, and she just sort of gave some hints on how to get the back so, you know, you don't see the back of the washi tape when you fold it around, but it's a great idea, and if you have, like, those little tiny notebooks that you can stick in your purse um, that flip from the top, those are great. I did that one year at Christmas, and I think I got those little notebooks at uh, Oriental Trading, you know, just anywhere you can buy, like, blank things that need to be altered. Those are great. But it's a great way also to use your washi tape. Um, so I'm going to link to that video if you want to make little washi tape note- notebooks. I love that idea. And I'm glad that she did a video for it. Okay, the second part of my trip to Michael's, because really all I went to do was to look at the craft stacks and get a washi tape holder. But on the way out, I got stuck with an impulse item. Michael's has a new section. I mean, I don't know how new because I don't go to Michael's that much anymore since this, I have a store in my house. I mean, I probably haven't been there in a month, but... It hasn't been there before. A whole section of, like, the British magazines, the British craft magazines, lots of paper craft magazines. They're the kind, you know, that come in a plastic bag because the British, the magazines there, they want to give you free stuff. They are all about giving you the paper. They give huge stamp sets now. They're the whole size, and, you know, their magazines are taller than our magazines. I don't know if they're quite as wide, but they're definitely taller. And they'll have, they now have stamp sets that are just as big as the magazine. They have tons of stamps in them. They just had, I couldn't believe how many they had because they've never had this at Michael's. They have had a selection of them at Joann's in the past. And I feel like the last time I was at Joann's, which was a long time ago, we, we have one, but not very close to my house. It, they, I felt like the magazine selection had gone down. And normally all I can get at my Michaels is maybe for paper crafts, like a take 10 or just cards. That's about all they have. So I was really excited. And I saw this one where the freebie, instead of being stamps, which I don't really need or want right now. And I had actually been looking for a little journal to write and actually to write my podcast notes in. Um, One of them had a journal in it. So I was like, perfect. I will buy this magazine and get this cute little journal because it was actually really cute. And um, I'll try that out. And I'll look at this magazine because I love a magazine. And 
you know, that's like a business expense when you have a stamp store. So the one I got is called Paper Crafter, and I just liked it a lot better than I normally like the typical British paper crafting magazines. Sometimes I feel like, while I like to look at all styles and everything, sometimes the British magazines, I feel like they have a lot of square cards, a lot of scalloped edges, a lot of layers. I know I talked to the lady at Creativation who owns Hunky Dory because uh, we carry a lot of For the Love of Stamps. That It's a Hunky Dory line called For the Love of Stamps. And I was asking her, I said, you know, whenever I go to buy my For the Love of Stamps on your website, I keep seeing these uh, topper kits. And I'm like, what's a topper? Like, I, I just don't understand. What's a topper? Because, you know, in the U.S., I don't know. I feel like it's something maybe you put on top of something, like a cake or a cupcake or something. But she was just explaining. It's just like embellishments for cards. I think they really are into card kits there, that you make the cards from the kits. You have a lot of stuff that matches on them. And that's not it, but I just, I feel like there's a lot of, there's a good bit more of that there than here. So sometimes, like, I, I like the British magazines, they're just not my favorite. This one I really, really liked. They didn't have a lot of cards like that. Uh, they had a lot of really cool cards. It's called Paper Crafter, and I was, I was really happy with it. And it says, let's make cards. Stamping special, 15 tricks to master. Uh, eight pull-out papers. They love to give you papers in their books. So... Anyway, that's a magazine to try. I'll try to take a picture of it and the journal that came in it, and you can have a look. You might see it next time you go to Michael's. You do know, probably if you've ever looked at these British magazines, they're very expensive. Uh, I think this one was $17.99. And Michael's will always be quick to tell you, you do not get a discount on magazines. So don't go up there thinking you're going to use your 40% off because that is not going to happen on a magazine. Not at Michael's, at least. Since I did find my journal on the way out the door at Michael's, I had seen some videos this week that have to do with journals, and I wanted to tell you about two of the videos that I saw that I really liked that I think both, based on what you like to do, would be worth watching. The first one is from Barb Owen. Uh, if you don't know Barb Owen, she's a very crafty lady. She likes to do lots of crafts. She's not just a paper crafter, and she has a great YouTube channel. I believe I read that she live streams on Fridays now. So you might want to check that out. I know she has a little community maybe where you just pay a little fee and you get extra content. I feel like she has that going on. And I found her just randomly once by chance. I was at Michael's after Christmas and I bought uh, Santa, uh, just some Santa ornaments that were on clearance, you know, for nothing, probably like 50 cents a piece. And I really wanted to paint them and I wanted them to look cool. It's just a Santa face. But I'm not a good painter. I, I didn't know what to do. So I sort of searched on YouTube, like, you know, how to paint Santa ornaments. And what, lo and behold, I got a video from Barb Owen where she is painting. I don't remember now if it was exactly the same Santa, but it was really close. And she literally has this video that, I don't know how long it lasted, 30, 45 minutes. And it was all on how to paint this Santa ornament. <laughs> It was perfect. I was so excited, and I just would watch the video. I ordered the paints after I watched it the first time, so I had the right colors, and I just watched it step-by-step step with Barb, stopped it, painted, would start it again, paint a little more. It was great. So I'll try to link to that video if I can go back and find it, just in case anybody else like there out there is like me and, you know, likes to paint Santa ornaments. Um, and they came out great. I don't even think I've given them away because they were so cool. I'm like, I don't want to give these away. They 
and they took a lot of time and effort. If I can find the Santas, I'll put a picture of that. That'll be on that Patreon-only feed for those of you that are uh, patrons on my Patreon page. Anyway, I digress. I watched a video from Barb, Barb Owen of How to Get Creative. I just want to say that again to make sure that you remember it, but I will link to it. And she uh, had some journals that she sort of reviewed. I think she just had some in her stash and she thought, oh, I'll just go through and review these. Uh, So she like put Sharpies and watercolors and just various mediums on the pages. She just used the same uh, mediums on five or six different journals that she had, different brands, different types, you know, and she would talk about how each one took the medium and turn the page and see how much it bled through the back So if you're really into journals or you're looking to get a new journal, you might want to check that out and see what Barb has to say about some of uh, the journals that she uh, reviewed. And the next video I saw that I just really liked is uh, from James Burke Creative. I don't know if, also, if you haven't heard of James Burke, I heard of him maybe last year because he was on Jane Davenport's team. When she sort of came out at Michael's, he was one of her uh, design team members. And, you know, he did a lot of videos where he would go through the Jane Davenport supplies, which I love. That's how I got to know him. And he has, he has really fun videos. He has a lot of energy, but he has his own style and he loves to swatch products in his journal. He does these swatch girls that are so cute. And sometimes I follow along with him. I know he swatched at Christmas something, and I I did all the Christmas. It was like Christmas shapes, and he did a lot of swatches with those. And I I followed along with him on one of the videos when I had some time off. But this one was called Neighborhood Swatch, and it was so cute. He was just swatching out, you know, watercolors or something. He would go through and make little blocks of color and then come back on top of them and just draw little simple houses. And I, I say this because anybody can do it. You don't have to draw to be able to make little uh, square and triangle houses. And it was just the cutest idea. And then he had the funnest name that he said, you know, one of his listeners had recommended. They call it Neighborhood Swatch. It's just a fun thing to do in your art journal. If you're like me, sometimes I'm not really sure what to do in my art journal. I want to do something, but I don't really get up off the couch to do something unless I have an idea. I'm not good at just staring at the blank page. I sort of have to have something that moves me. I thought it was an easy, fun idea. And especially if you want to swatch out your products, anything that you have, you could use. You know, if you've got gelatos, scribble sticks, mermaid markers, Copic markers, anything, you can swatch them out. It's a good way just to play with the product to see how it works and how you like them and what the properties are of it. And depending on how organized you are, you can have a key. You know, if you want to do colors, I think he was doing his Tombow markers. So you could like put down the number and the color so you would know, you know, what that number marker is going to look like. And you could get really detailed if you were really into organization. Something to try, a nice video to watch. I'm also going to link to James Burke's video. If you uh, do much on YouTube, I would definitely follow him. He's very entertaining. He's Australian, lives in California, loves to go to Disney, likes to talk about Disney. So if if you're into that, he always amuses me. And uh, I always have a good time watching his videos. And it's he's has a different point of view, which is what I really like. I like it when I can find something a little bit different. Those were the two main things I wanted to talk about, my trip to Michael's with the washi tape and journals. But I have a little extra thing I wanted to add at the end. And I don't know if I'm the only one like this, but I find that lots of times right before holiday, I get kind of into the holiday, but I'm so busy. I see crafty things that are being made, but I don't have time to make them. 
Like by the time I realized, you know, the 4th of July is coming, school just let out. I just went on vacation and I want to make all these little flag things and I don't have time to do it because it just, it's here. The 4th is here. So what I'll do is I might get my idea at the time, and then I don't stress out about it because I know I don't have time. I'm not going to stay up till midnight for like three nights in a row making things. Right after the holiday, when things calm down, I'll start making things for the next year. That way I have a year. I can work on it. I can work on things when I have time, on the weekends. There's no rush. I can do multiples, you know. I might do two or three a weekend, whatever it is. Last year I was making little... I like to do things with wood blocks. I have a lot of wood blocks because I lived in a new home community for a while. Or at the back of my neighborhood was new homes. And I would go pick up little pieces of wood. And I I did it last year. I used some uh, Tim Holtz Distress Oxides to just sort of uh, cover the the wood. And then I had a flag. There's a really cool flag stamp from Carabelle Studios that I carry. That's an American flag. And I put those on the little blocks. And they're just, they'd make a cute little uh, home decor piece. But I only got like one of those made before the 4th of July. Even though in my mind I had like seven or eight people I'd like to give them to. Because I was going to a party. I'm like, oh, I'd love to give these out of the party. Well, that didn't happen. But maybe this year I can give them out to the party. I've made a few more. Maybe two more. I don't know if it's going to happen. But it could. It might be a two-year plan. Anyway, I'm digressing again. The point of that story was, if you're excited about a holiday, but you can't get the stuff made in like a week before the holiday, just give yourself the year. Work on it right after when you're still kind of in that holiday spirit. Get things ready and then work on it throughout the year as you have time. And then it's not so daunting. Then you're not so stressed about it. And in that vein, I saw a really cute video on the Craft Channel. Uh, that I definitely thought was worth a mention. They just use one of those pom-pom makers, which, you know, if you're into making pom-poms, those things are really easy to make. And they put a couple of pom-poms together and made little Easter bunnies. They don't have to be Easter bunnies. They could just be bunnies, but they were so cute. And then it went on, I was watching it, and it went on to another video about making our bunny out of pom-poms, and it was super complicated. I mean, I started watching it, and I thought, I would never, and it was with the pom-pom maker, but you had to, you know, put a little bit of this color here, a little bit of that color there, you know, different colors of yarns in the actual pom-pom maker in in just the right spot. Oh, and then when she cut it, I mean, she cut that bunny's face for a long time. I thought that is way too labor intensive. So I really liked the one that I saw on the Crafts Channel, which I think is about, I don't know, 10 or 12 minutes. It's just two pom-poms. You don't have to shape their faces. You just get, she, I don't know what she would use. She used some wires for their eyes, but you could easily put something in there for their eyes. You could probably glue some googly eyes on and then stick a little like pink pom-pom for the nose and a little white pom-pom for their rear end. She had made uh, bunny ears out of felt. The other video, they actually cut the bunny ears out of the yarn. I mean... That was a nice bunny, but that would take a long that would take a year for me to make that one bunny. But you can make a lot of these that I, on the video that I'm linking to. So, if you'd like to make a bunny or a lot of bunnies and you like and it sounds interesting to you, I'm going to have a link to that video also. And I'm doing this literally the day after Easter is when this podcast will be going live. So, you have, you know, 364 more days to get some bunnies made for next year. So, I hope you can make it. If anybody does, let me know. I would love to see a photo. Feel free to post them on the Facebook page. There is a Facebook page for Donna's Crafty Podcast. And that's all I wanted to talk about today. 
Thanks for coming. I hope you guys have a great day. And be sure to check the links to see all the videos that I talked about in the podcast. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear my bonus content, head on over to my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Donna's Crafty Podcast.